Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we explore the awakening path. We explore the rise of the feminine. We explore embodiment. We explore stepping into more and more and more of our allness, more of our soul truths, living from a place that's kind of in accordance to our deepest truths and allowing of the full expression of self. So yeah, just just that little thing, just that little thing. This episode is very much about that, and it is an awesome kind of foundational conversation, awesome overview of kind of the awakening path or the path of starting to live starting to live more and more in alignment with high self, Um, starting to live in like the upper mansions of self, starting to open to that high soul guidance, starting to move from that place, starting to act from that place. Um, It's a conversation that happened in our Facebook group, as many of our podcasts do, not all, but many of our podcasts do. It was a conversation that happened in the middle of our 12 days of circle, which was this amazing experience, this wild um, online free online retreat that we did for our community, just as a, uh, just as like a way of thanking our community and just love bombing everyone who had any interest in being love bombed or any interest in dipping a toe into rewilding. Um, And so you'll hear like a few little references to 12 days. 12 days has since ended. You can, however, still get the day 11 workshop. So it's a full workshop where we open up to, we call the dancing with Shakti uh, on the day 11 of this 12 day online retreat that we did. And it's an hour long, uh, full on intense activation, opening uh, exploration of central channel of our relationship to the divine feminine, of our relationship to Shakti, of our relationship to our life, uh, like our life force energy. Um, It was a workshop that I had actually been waiting to arise or to unfold or to be created for weeks. And it just so happened to come through in our 12-day container. Uh, and it's it's up, it's available, it's on our homepage. So if you just go to rewildingforwomen.com and you see something that says ready to rewild, um, it's linked to that um, offer. It's free. Um, it's just name and email so that we can get you the access into that workshop. So if you're like, Oh, I missed 12 days or wow, this sounds like it was a really great adventure. Um, I would suggest doing that. Um, it's, it's a full day. It's a full workshop of what we stepped into. All right. Um, what can I share with you about this episode? Uh, any tips or any tricks or anything? It's a little bit personal. It's a little bit of a different, um, podcast for me. Um, Given that we were in this kind of retreat space, I kind of crack jokes about how I oftentimes don't get real personal or share personal stories as a way of opening doors um, almost until we're at like a certain point on an in-person retreat. And so that's 
that's kind of how this was like three quarters of the way through we uh, kind of go into some of these more personal spaces um, and, and share some stuff from that space so uh, the aim of the whole thing though the aim of the whole episode the whole of our time together in this podcast is really to open up doors for you to offer some kind of an energetic exchange, offer a door opening, offer a rising of vibration for lack of a better way of saying that. And so listening from a place of um, what can I gain from this? What is this doing for me? What is this opening in me? Can I listen from a place of like body wisdom being open, womb wisdom being open, heart wisdom being open, not just through like mental realms and that logical space. That's, that's a limitation of the energetics of kind of how this works, of how an exchange like this works, of how this space works, of, uh, yeah, of, of this particular episode. And I would say probably most of our episodes. So Okay, enough of an introduction. Um, enjoy this episode. Would love to hear from you. Uh, love comments on the show. Love to hear in our Facebook group uh, from you all. Love to hear on our podcast underneath um, on our website. There's underneath each episode, there's places to leave comments. Really happy to hear your feedback, um, to open up discussion around it, especially in the Facebook group. It's probably the best place to kind of open up discussion around it. But if you have a comment or want to share some feedback with us, we are so open to it um, and would love to hear um, from you, our community. And uh, huge just thank you. Um, thank you with a whole lot of gratitude for being here and creating this space and uh, doing this with us. All right, enough. Enjoy the episode. Promised in some comments and um, some of the Facebook posts in our group that um, I would talk about um, that I would talk about um, prayer or intention holding or kind of true north. And I think I'll do that now because it's very much in relation to Australia and the fires and how this is affecting all of us. And I think I'd like to do it through a story, if that's all right. Um, and it's a personal story, but to me, it feels like, ooh, my heart starts to pound. Like sharing personal stories is sometimes not my, not my, uh, <laughs> not my most ease-filled <laughs> um, way of sharing or opening a door. I really share this with the intention to open a door and to allow us to really. Um, feel for ourselves and allow us to maybe maybe move into um, a higher height within self. Um, and so if you've listened to Carolyn Mace, doesn't matter if you have or not, or if she's your gal or she's not your gal, it doesn't matter. But there's a framework that she talks about. She talks about um, like the seven stories, like we are really just like a seven story building. And when we're on the ground floor, you know, we're kind of on like the lower levels of, of, of like grittiness. And you can think like base chakra. Sometimes she kind of relates it to, you know, the seven, the seven chakras. Teresa of Avila talks about the seven mansions and she'll go the first mansion, you know, it's full of like the, 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 the termites and the, um, I forget the word that she calls it. If anybody on the live knows what she calls them, it's, it's not gargoyles. I want to use the word gargoyles, but it's not, it's like the, the rodents and the termites and the, 
there's beautiful words that she uses for it. Beautiful language. Um, the like the gremlin-y stuff is in our like first first floor, and then you start to you know move up, um, and you start to move up higher and higher and higher and higher, and you start to see from a from a really high vantage point. You start to see reptiles. Thanks, Jane. Yeah, she calls it the reptiles. Like <laughs> it's full of reptiles <laughs> down there on that that first floor and like the murkiness of. Um, of like the lower mansions, Teresa will call it, or that first floor. And you can maybe feel into that for yourself, you know, like it's when I'm, when I'm maybe reacting from a place that is just like old, right? It's like old, maybe teenage Sabrina throwing a tantrum. And it's just like, it's all, it's all reptilian. I'm just like, you know, like, like reacting to my mom or something, um, from a place like that. Um, the density, I like that, Xenia, that's beautiful. The density is on that first floor. Yeah, um, those are definitely, that's a great way of describing that. Thank you, woman, that's beautiful. Um, and and then you start to, to move up and you start to move out of like like density and, and like little self. I also just like to call it little self ego. I think there's so many, you know, we get so many different connotations with ego. And so let's not use that word, but let's use like little self, like just my, my, my little self. Um, and we start to move out of, out of little self, like our, our little self. And for me, like little self, I'll just let you feel into this for a minute. For me, little self is like, Ooh, like, I'm like, I need this little attachment and ooh, I'm so scared to, to be fully, fully me or like, you know, there's like this little self. I like cling on to things and I attach into things and like, oh, please love me. Um, I, I, I want to be accepted. I want to be liked. Um, you know, I, I want safety and security. I want to, I want to feel safe, you know, like little, like, can you feel like that feeling? Sometimes these are so tough to talk about. Um, but it's like it's little self and 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 compassion for little self. And so you know, for all of us here as we're kind of going through this, and I'll share the story with you, and um, and I'll weave it back in. So I promise I will connect all of the dots. I know it's like we're kind of taking this roundabout, but um, but just bear with me for a minute if if you can. <laughs> um, and so there's uh, there's there's little self, and then. And then we start to like move up and move up and move up. And we start to see, we start to tap into everything that we've been tapping into, right? Like soul vision. Um, we start to tap into like higher wisdom, like that deeper wisdom within, you know, like, like the, the deeper wisdom within soul sight. Like we start to see through soul eyes, you know, we, we start to come up to these upper mansions where it's, where it's soul, like it's soul powered. And so you start to see from like bird's eye view, right? You can see soul contracts between two people. You can see, like I shared a little example in our last live about my grandma. If I was in that first floor with my grandma, or I was in those lower mansions, or I was in like my little girl, Sabrina, I would have been like, oh, okay, grandma, I'll do that to make you happy. Like I'll compromise my soul truth. And we wouldn't be here doing 12 days because I would have been at my grandmother's Christmas. We wouldn't be here right? I would have gone, I, I would have gone from like that little place in myself to like, oh, I want you to be happy, grandma, even though I know that that's not in alignment with my soul, right? 
even though I know that that's not in alignment with my soul. And my grandma's reaction, right, of she got really pissed at me. That's, that's, she's hurt, but I can see it from that place, right? So I'm not staying in my lower mansions and, and her hurt, and I'm not meeting her with my hurt, right? I'm not feeling the hurt. I, I actually, I, I, I actually am, am just total respect and honor and love and compassion for what my decision sparked in her, for what it opened up in her, for where it took her to. It took her to a place of not feeling loved, of not feeling maybe worthy, not feeling... She is hurt. But instead of meeting her hurt with my hurt or her hurt with my defensiveness, I could have gotten really defensive. Well, grandma, like I have to do my work. Nope, 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 right? It's It's from here. And I just love. Like I see it. I get it. I can see that this is not just about me. Yeah. I am the current situation that has opened up that, that wound or that, that place or that energy within you. But I know that that's far, far, far beyond me. I know that, that that's not, I, I, I just happen to be the current, um, player, in your whole unfolding of your your evolution, your experience of life, right? Like they're players in ours, we're, we're players in theirs. But when you come from here and there's no like hooks, right? There was no hook in that for me. There was no hook. So there was no defensive little Sabrina or hurt Sabrina or I compromise my soul truth to make somebody else happy or feel okay or to not have to look at their deep inner patterns, of, of woundedness where they're not able to stay in total unconditional love, right? So can you see like to stay from, from this, from this place? So that kind of explains these, um, the, the heights, the heights and we, we move, you know, so just to really be so compassionate for this human experience that we have, you know, like, like I can be there and stay at the heights because there's no hook, you know, I've like worked through that and there's no hook in that for me, but you know, it could be like the next day and my partner, it's like the perfect scenario delivered on a silver platter, like here. And, and I'm like, uh Oh, 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 I'm falling. Yep. Oh, right. Yep. I'm coming at it from here. (laughs) And so to just have compassion that we are constantly moving, moving along this thing. And, and it's, it's the unfolding, right? It's all of this that we're doing together. All of this stuff that we're doing together. Those of you doing the 12 days or other rewilding things, it's all of this stuff that we're doing together um, is, is the unlocking of those, of those attachments and the, the unlocking of all of those, you know, those things. And, and soul stamina part when i talk about soul stamina part of it is the ability to stay here more consistently and for longer periods of time through more and more and more and more situations in life right like it starts to take a whole lot to knock you off it it right where one little thing could have knocked you down and you could have come at you know, come at grandma or, or whoever, or whatever situation from that lower level place, that first floor place, it starts to be, you know, all right, I'm going to need 30 things to line up to 
actually knock me off off of this. I'm going to need, like you start to need more and more and more and more. Like it has to be, the whole of the universe has to conspire to deliver the perfect situation, which it will do that on your path in order to allow you to grow through that, in order to allow you, right? And, and you, you know, some of us can really relate to this, like almost the same situation keeps coming back around. It might be different people or a different environment it's happening in, but it's like the same damn thing keeps coming around. And it's just kind of like the divine's way of saying like, or your guides or your guardians or, or whatever you want to call it. It's, it's like the divine's way of saying like, and again, like, here's another opportunity for this. Like, didn't quite get it the last go around. Let me just, you know, here, try this. <laughs> and then, you know, you start to be able to stay up here. And then that situation just, just disappears, right? Like, you no longer attract like one really fun example is like you no longer attract like a shitty partner or an abusive friend or or like that no longer gets attracted into your life because that's no longer there right it's always like like the lock I I talk a lot about this like the, the there's like a lock and a key you know and so if you're like this like you know so you're just pulling something in and it and it and it will come in. We magnetize it so that we can evolve through it. You know, we can, we grow. This is part of it. This is life's workshop. And so, and then what happens is you, you build and you build and you build and you de-rubble. So all of this work that we're doing, right? The de-rubbling, the opening up of the lines, the letting the stuff go, the the opening up to more and more soul, more and more soul, more and more truth, like the widening of that central channel, the capacity to feel Shakti, to stay, to open up to more and more of our divinity, right? It's, you can talk about it in the mansions. It's like Teresa Vavala, all of this work that we're doing, you're just moving up through the mansions, right? Maybe you used to live in the first mansion only, and then you start to do this awakening work and this derubbling work, and and you start to oh, and you move to mansion two and three and four and five and and six, and you know you end up hanging out in the upper floors more and more often. Um, I feel like I kind of just lost my train of thought, giving us the or trying to like put that together. So, so all of this work that we're doing is strengthening our capacity to um, to stay up those at those places and it's soul stamina it's soul stamina it's it's living from our true north living from soul living in our fullness living in our allness um, and letting go of of those hooks or those old karmic patternings or those old absorbed family conditioning or the limitations that we've absorbed from from collective consciousness of societal norms, right? And so all of that starts to shed and starts to shed and starts to shed and, uh, and, and it shifts, it just, it shifts. Now, I think we've got a good foundation to go into the next little thing, right? Remember I said we're on a roundabout. So that's kind of our first like foundation so that we can kind of go on the roundabout. And now I wanna talk directly to and this may or may not have affected you. So also just absolutely honoring your your specific journey, your unique journey through these 12 days or through life or just in our Facebook group in any way that you're you're touching into rewilding. 
Um, so really honoring where you're at, not trying to pull you into something else, but I did promise to talk about this here and I'm going to, and this might not be a very popular opinion and that's okay. Um, all I can do is my very best and give you my very best, right? For those of you who do the 12 days, remember we talked about in video one, like I'm just going to do, I'm just, I'm going to fail the best I possibly can. I'm going to just fail as best as I possibly can. I'm going to go as true and as deep and as real and as raw and as vulnerable and fail as best as I possibly fucking can, right? Because the moment that we even attempt to translate high truth into words, we mess it up, right? It's gone. (laughs) It's gone. (laughs) So I'm just going to do the best that I can and um, really honoring that perfection, um, really honoring fail, fail as best as I can, Rebecca. That's it, right? I think that's going to be like my quote of 2020, like my, my mantra. <laughs> I'm just going to fail as best I can. Um, um, this is the story I wanted to share. Um, this is that personal story that um, I wanted to open up to, to share with regards to... Um, the fires in Australia. So with regards to the fires in Australia and with regards to my share around praying for the highest, whatever that might be, praying for the highest good, whatever that might be, praying for the highest good, whatever that might be. Not only praying for the highest good, but praying for that still small voice to guide me in right action right? I am a very firm believer in spiritual activism. I am a very firm believer in bringing the divine and bringing the guidance through into this world. I would not teach the feminine path if that didn't pour through me. I would not be here doing this for us in this circle if that did not pour through me. If I did not believe in action following high guidance, high prayer, I would not be here. Rewilding would not exist. This Facebook group would not be here. 12 days would not happen. None of that would happen. So I want to be very, 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 very clear on that when I talk about this. And when I start to go into this place. When I speak about, and this actually answers the question holding space. So for those of you who asked that question about holding space, it was a post I shared in our group today. Holding space is this. And then it was, well, when do I take action? Like, when do I share my opinion? Or when do I just sit back and do nothing? This answers it, right? So this perfectly answers that. And so I'm not going to go specifically into that. I'm going to stay here with this thread and I'm going to share it from this place. Um, Here's my story. Let me share the story, and then we'll <laughs> weave it back, I think. This was maybe two years ago. Um, okay, let me... <laughs> I feel like shift mode into storytelling mode. <laughs> um, it's almost like different wires kind of kick on. This is like the uncomfortable part for me. Um, but it feels like it's the best thing that I can share. Um, 
And so you feel for you, and I'm sharing this with the intention to open up something in you, to share something in you, um, something that might be very raw or very vulnerable or something that you might have pushback to or something that triggers you or something that pisses you off, and I just absolutely trust in that. Um, so my partner, um, staff, he's the man who's been on podcasts with me. If any of you have heard me with a man on podcasts or he does men and women's workshops with me, he's actually holding space for the whole of our 12 day circle. Um, so from 1am to 1pm, that man does not leave his house. <laughs> he's holding space for, for me to facilitate this. He's holding space, extending out into the whole of our circle. Um, he does that for me on every retreat. I'm going to cry again. <laughs> every mystery school retreat that I run, every space that I run, he might not be there in the physical, but he's, he's there. Um, and it's just what he does. He doesn't leave the house. He stays in meditation and he, he holds. Um, he is the closest person to me. Um, my, my, the closest person, the closest human being to me. Uh, and I, I'm sharing that to give you a sense of my relationship to him. Um, every relationship before him, I have always had that feeling of, I don't feel like I'm met. I don't feel like I'm met. I don't feel like I'm, um, just that feeling that like nagging feeling of like, I'm just, it's not, it's not deep enough for me. It's not, I'm not being met. Like I, 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 it's not, does that make sense? Until him. Um, and sometimes it's almost like being met too much or being seen too much because it's like someone being so present and seeing the places that you don't even want to see, like present to the things that you don't even want to be present to yourself about. And it's the greatest gift in the world. It's very challenging and it's very wild and it's very tantric. So for those of you exploring tantra, um, <laughs> tantra is shadow work 101. <laughs> Um, it's many other things, um, but it's definitely a very big part of it and a gift, right? It's, it's radical evolution, ferocious evolution, rapid evolution. Um, when it's that consistently, that intense, that, um, that present. Um, anyways, two years ago, um, he was in a car accident and, um, Discs in his neck were messed up. Uh, so discs in his neck were messed up. He was going into an operation, possibly facing um, paralysis. His, his, sorry, I want to get this straight. His sister's brother, sorry, my brain goes a little bit funky. Um, so his brother-in-law had the exact same surgery and is a quadriplegic. Exact same surgery, is a quadriplegic. So he's facing that. Um, they find a um, cyst on his spine, and it's believed to be cancerous. They find prostate cancer. So he actually has prostate cancer. He's facing the surgery, and there's a cyst um, on his spine. We don't know if that's, it ended up being benign, but at the time we didn't know. And um, that process took me through places of you can't die, you can't die, you can't die. Like, you're my person, you can't die. 
I love you so much. You can't, you can't leave me. I will do anything, right? All of those prayers, all of those if then prayers, right? Those um, stuff prayers, those, those I'll do this if you just keep him here. Like, what do you want from me? Um, please just, please don't take him from me. Why, why would a God do that to me? Um, that's just not fair, right? Or, or all of those things, right? It's my love for him. It's my humanity. It's my, it's, it's us being human and going through it, going through it, going through it, going through it. And what ended up unfolding for me through our connection and through that was a place of going very, very, very high, right? So we talked about those, those floors and those levels and going very, 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 very high. And I do this practice often and it's a practice you can do um, with people you love and people you have permission to do. Well, I don't know if you need permission. You feel into what's right for you. But I talk to his soul. So I go all the way up to my soul and have a conversation with his soul. Like when our humanness is getting all funky and we're, you know, doing weird things and there's a reptile or whatever, I just go straight up the channel, up to my soul, and I talk directly to his soul. Like, hey. And so my soul to his soul and come to a place of if you need to go from your soul, if your high self needs to go, if it is time for you to go and your soul is ready to go somewhere else, who the hell am I to be clinging on to you like a little lower like who am I to be holding you back who am I to be reaching out and screaming and holding your highest soul's evolution back from you who the hell am I to do that to you that is not a soul friend that is not a soul mate that is not something that I ever want to do to my partner ever I want to love you from a soul place I don't want to love you from my little place that needs you and is so fucking scared to lose you, the love of my life. I might never be met like this again, ever for the rest of my life. Please, God, do not take this man from me. And to come up here and go, if it's his time to go, he's got to go. He has to go and I will support that. I will fully support that. I will fully honor that. I will fully love that. I will get the hell out of my little self and I will turn it over to soul truth. That was a really radical teaching. (laughs) Um, This man just keeps on delivering the teachings. (laughs) Greatest teacher for me on the planet. I will um, close that story by saying he made it through the prostate cancer. That cyst I already shared was benign, and he had the neck surgery. Um, he is not paralyzed. Um, he has lots of limitations and might face another neck surgery at some point, but um, he's good. <laughs> so I share all of that <laughs> as a way of talking about um, prayer as a way of 
inviting all of us to go as high as we can, as we can, right? Like when praying, when praying, when um, asking for true north, when asking for guidance, when asking for right action, when being radical um, activists, when radical, that's not the word I wanted. I forget what word I was trying to use. <laughs> um, divine rebels, I like that word. <laughs> that wasn't the one I wanted, but I think it's Andrew Harvey's radical active, active what, what is it? Um, maybe someone knows um, the words that he uses. I think it's so beautiful, um, that, that term that he uses for that. Um, and I share that. I share that around all of everything, really. And I share that to honor what I promised I would mention here in our circle um, with regards to the fires in Australia, um, with regards to absolutely anything, anything, any, any, anything, any, anything that we're all facing. And spiritual activists, thank you, Maria. Oh, woman. Sacred activism. That's it, Christy. That's actually a, well, I like spiritual activists too. That's perfect. Christy, that's the actual words that um, Andrew Harvey uses, sacred activism. Thanks, woman. I think I said it at the start and then it just fades out. See, I tell stories and then everything else just switches off. Um, and it is that unconditional love too. Um, Alieda, I love that name. I hope I pronounced it right. Um, so I think I've brought that around. <laughs> um, I think that answers, in a way, the, the space holding question, like how do, when do I know when to act? Um, for me, it's from that still small, uh, still small voice within and, and always knowing my markers. I talk about knowing my markers all the time. I know what it feels like to be act, acting, to be having a conversation, to be making plans or decisions from the lower levels, from the lower mansions, from the place of reptiles. I know what that feels like for me. I know what it feels like in my body. And I know what it feels like when I'm making decisions from this place, when I'm holding space for someone from this place. Sometimes, I won't go in there, that's like a whole nother little tangent I could go on. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, the more and more we clean out this channel, the more and more we de-rubble, the easier and easier it gets. Um, the less and less painful it gets because soul love is something that goes far beyond little human love or um, my heart love, my soul love is something that's so greater. And so it gets easier and easier and easier um, because our, our, it's so much greater than my little attachment or my little need or how it feels when my safety security of my first chakras is being met. This is just a whole different feel. It's a whole different feel. And I hope that um, in this share, I've been able to give you um, something to feel into f for you, something. Um, it felt like 
the very best thing that I could share with us. And that's everything that I try to do um, when holding space. Everything I try to do in the whole of my life is what is the very best thing, the highest thing, what's the highest thing, what's the highest, right? I've talked about that in, um, in many other places of just following, 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 trusting, 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 trusting. And you have less and less and less of little self, right? There's less and less and less of little self that gets in the way, right? The little self becomes passenger to soul. So it's, you know, at the start, you know, it's, it's little self driving the bus. You know, little self is driving the bus. We're driving it from, you know, family conditioning and our karmas and our, you know, past life stuff. We're just, that's driving the bus. Little self is driving the fucking bus, right? I, I need to have my safety security. I need my needs met. I need to be approved. I need approval from everybody else. I need, you know, I need attention. I need whatever, all that stuff, you know, that guy's driving the bus. And then you start to do soul work which is what all of this is that we're doing. It's everything that is rewilding. You start to do soul work. And what happens is like, the little guy's like, oh, shit. I actually, fuck, I'm not driving this bus anymore. Oh, fuck. Shit. I'm not, I'm not driving this bus anymore. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Your soul driving the bus. And I am just here passengering on the bus. And I think I do really want to honor in that is both and, right? Both soul self and our humanity, little self, right? So both and, both and, both and. It's an honoring of both and, both and. It's not bashing little self. It's not beating the crap out of our humanity. It's not beating myself up for how much I love staff. Like, it's honoring this human existence, this human experience, honoring our relationships, honoring, honor. It's not a denial of that or a bypassing of that, right? It's not, it's not denying my humanity, denying human love and existence. It's not denying that at all. It's honoring it. It's being compassionate for it. It's both and. Both and, both and. Can you feel that? Both and, both and, both and, both and, both and. Um, yeah, I think, I think we'll close that little discussion um, on, that, on that note. <laughs>